Hi there, and welcome to Vox Talk, your weekly review from the world of voiceover. I'm your host, Stephanie Cicerelli from Voices. In today's show, we're focusing on a landmark event in children's animation, that being the completion of one of the most beloved children's series, Arthur. In this episode of Vox Talk, we're going to take a look at the lovable aardvark and his friends through the lens of voiceover. As you may have already heard, Television's longest-running children's animated program has just come to an end after 25 years, 253 episodes, and seven specials about the life of Arthur Reed, his family, and friends in Elwood City. Arthur is based on a series of books by author Mark Brown. Though the series was always meant to be enjoyed by children, and it definitely is, and adults, come on, you know you like it too— the writing team at Arthur made it a priority to speak to the children in a respectful way. And I remember Arthur would always tackle issues that were hard or weren't easy or, you know, things that happen in life that you don't want to gloss over. In one episode of Arthur, in fact, it was the very first episode of Arthur, I believe, it was called Arthur's Eyes. And Arthur had to get glasses. And for anyone who's ever had to get glasses or has a child who needed to get glasses, you know that that's a really, really big deal. That's not something that comes easy and it changes the way you look and how you feel about yourself. So they would tackle issues like that. And also in one episode, they also had a character within their community who had cancer. So they explored a difficult issue in that way too. Now, certainly there were a lot of birthday episodes, a lot of great fun. But I do want to point out that Arthur was not afraid to talk about difficult things. And I think that that really helped children as they grew up. It certainly was a great, great show. I remember watching the show myself and certainly haven't seen all the episodes nor all those years. But for those seasons that I did watch, it was always a very comforting and edifying program. And in a similar way, I think Arthur took a page out of Mr. Rogers' playbook where you would approach subjects that were difficult, but, you know, children... They needed to hear these things. And so I just think it was really important that Arthur did speak to some of those challenges that we all experience. And since this news is a milestone, it truly is, I just wanted to create a special episode of Vox Talk where we could explore various aspects of Arthur that made it unique from a voice acting point of view. For instance, did you know that there were at least nine actors who voiced Arthur in various capacities over the last 25 years? Like many children's voice acting roles, there's often the need to recast as the voice actor gets older and their voice changes. The role of Arthur was no exception. As you may know, Arthur is supposed to be eight years old. So of course, that's going to leave some room for recasting every now and then. And as you also may know or have been wondering, there's a lot of curiosity around what happened to these characters when they did grow up. Because you can't be eight years old forever, like we know that. So in the series finale, and I'll try not to give too many spoilers away here in the series finale, of course, the writers thought that it would be interesting to give their viewers a parting gift and show them these characters all grown up. So you get to see a glimpse into their lives through their chosen careers. Now, these careers, so I guess were speculated on a bit, but the writers took into account kind of what those characters' personalities and their passions were through the series and, and just decided that they would find what their careers might be. You look at different personality typing tests like the Myers-Briggs, or you can look at like the working genius and kind of get a sense of, okay, well, here's what someone's like and here's what they might be best suited for. I don't know if any of that went on with Arthur's writing team or not, but it, it wouldn't surprise me. When I saw some of the characters and what their jobs were, I was like, yep, <laughs> I could totally see them doing that. 
Now that said, there are no child voice actors that I can think of, minus D.W., appearing as their grown-up selves. The first actor to take on the role of Arthur, who's Michael Yarmish, returns to the studio as Arthur Reed. I'll let you watch the show to see what his chosen career path is. And also, did you know that the role of Arthur's little sister D.W., that's Dora Winifred, has always been voiced by male child voice actors? Ethan Pugiotto is the last voice actor to voice the role of D.W. in the Arthur series, and his voice is the one that you hear in that final episode of Being All Grown Up. Now, while it's common for grown women to voice male child roles, as we've seen with Nancy Cartwright voicing Bart on The Simpsons, the uh, perpetually 10-year-old Bart Simpson, rarely do you see male voice actors perform female child voice acting roles. The reason for this is explored in an interesting episode of the podcast, Finding DW, a podcast series hosted by Jason Schwimmer. Jason, who was one of the earliest voices of DW, shares his experience and tracks down the other seven actors, whom he refers to as seven other male strangers, doesn't know them, who also voice DW during the course of the series. Now, having tuned into almost all episodes of the show, I've certainly listened to almost all of them, you get to hear from a variety of Arthur's creative team, the cast, and also from author Mark Brown. There's also a special episode, as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, that is um, actually Jason talking to the people in charge of the casting for Arthur and why it is that they decided that DW should have a male voice actor voicing instead of a child female. If you want to hear about that story, you can definitely go and listen to the Finding DW podcast. Now, while Arthur and D.W., while those voice acting roles were a bit of a revolving door so far as casting was concerned because they involved children, you know, this happens, you've seen it in other shows like Dora the Explorer. Uh, There are many different voices of Dora now, at least three. I, I definitely knew of the first two. There's probably three, there could be four by now. I don't know, maybe one of you can tell me and correct me out there somewhere in social media. You know, we see this a lot. This happens because... Child voice actors grow up. (laughs) And if you do a series that runs for a certain amount of time, then you're going to have those children grow up. Now, if your show only runs for a couple seasons, you're probably not going to run into that issue. But if it is a long-running series where there's like a 25-year commitment, it's a lot harder to find actors who can maintain those voice roles when the character is a certain youthful age and that other actor has grown up. That did happen with Kathleen Hurley's one of the voices of Dora. You know, she was growing up. She didn't have the same Dora sound that she had when she was much younger. Remember, this is the very first Dora. She went away and did uh, post-secondary education and kind of that was that. And they brought someone else in and then someone else. And But people do grow up and, and they have different things that they do. So that said, there was definitely at least one character on Arthur who started out as a child who actually got to stay on the show for the entire run of that program from start to finish. That's pretty rare. That exception to the general rule is voice actress Melissa Altro, who voiced Muffy Crosswire. Now, she was a tween when she started voicing Muffy, and because she was able to locate where her Muffy voice lived, and Melissa and I emailed back and forth a number of years ago and had a great interview, because she knew where Muffy lived in her physiology, then she could access Muffy whenever she needed to, and of course, that would help her through the run of a 25-year 
series. Now, that's someone who definitely grew up on Arthur and is a grown-up now and just finished that run there. Many of the voice actors who were on the show actually did start out as adults. With regard to Muffy, definitely started as a child and continued on because they could find where that voice lived. Now, some of you probably know how to do that. You might even have a way of cataloging the characters, knowing where they live. Maybe you've got a little book where you write down the kind of voices you can do and the placement, you know, like where in your face, like do you arch your eyebrows when you do their voice or are you lifting the soft palate or like what are you, there's different things that actors do that help them to create a character, to differentiate it from others and also to remember how to replicate that voice. Maybe you have a recording of that voice, reading out a few sentences or, or little phrases that you even say to help you get into that voice. And, and that's certainly something that a lot of actors do is they'll have a little phrase that they say that immediately helps them get into the space where they need to be to do that voice. So we've taken a bit of a look here at Arthur, the various characters, why it is that you have a young voice actor voicing these roles, or, or maybe why they would have cast older voice actors, but also just like understanding what it takes to have an animated series that runs for 25 years. And yes, if you have a child voice cast, or at least certain elements of that cast are children, then you will need to look at recasting those voices every now and then. So if there are any people out there who've always grown up wanting to be the voice of a certain character and you know that there's a franchise, a long-running series opportunity, something of that nature, it's never too late to try to get that voice right or to do it because there's the character caretaking role that you might want to consider. I know this happens with all of the big characters you see at Disney and Pixar and any other brands, Warner Brothers where literally the original voices who created the voices of characters, this is, we're like talking 1930s. So those original voice actors are, are no longer doing those roles, obviously. But in the world of animation, and just touching here on character caretaking in general, is that you're going to want to have somebody to pass the torch to, someone who can carry that torch and run the next however long that stretches for, for the character's voice. And all that said, I know that there's more plans in the works for the Arthur characters. The actual series on television is over now, but that's not to say that there won't be future versions of Arthur that you'll be able to enjoy. If any of you who've been listening are a fan of Arthur, perhaps you grew up on it, maybe you watched the show because you babysat her or your children were watching Arthur. You've been on this journey and it means something to you then please let me know. You can send me an email, stephanie at voices.com. You can also tweet at voices. You can let us know using the hashtag VoxTalk that you're really interested in what you heard today. Certainly go check out any of the actors and in the podcast that I have mentioned, we have those links in the show notes. The Finding DW podcast is quite interesting for those of you who want a behind the scenes look, for those of you who are just so into Arthur that you can't possibly leave anything about Arthur <laughs> undiscovered or, or unheard, unlistened to. So again, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli from Voices. We've been sharing what we see through the lens of voiceover and what's going on in this world. And I just really felt that this week, instead of focusing on news stories that came from a variety of different places, that we would really spend some time here in Arthur land and just really explore what that was like from the window that we have here in, in the world of voiceover. For Voices, I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. Thank you for joining us. We look forward to speaking with you next week. 